face reality with Bravo. Guess who's finally here to join us again? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Susie Poozie Loozy Woozy. How are you doing today, Susie? Oh, man. Ready to get into it. Oh, man. I missed sharing my opinions on things that people did not ask me to share my opinions on. So let me just say, um, it has been very stressful corporate girl wise. You know, we are on that grind, right? <laughs> no mm-hmm. layoffs are getting me today. No, ma'am. Okay. But nope. um, so yeah, you know, it's rough out here in this economy, but not rough enough to where I did not have time to tune in for these shows. Oh my <laughs> God. We just have so much that we have to cover. But before we get all into that, how are you doing today? Lean Bean Machina? I'm doing great. It's a Friday. It's sunny out here in Texas. It's been spring weather. Like, it's been 75 degrees this past week. I don't want to jinx it. I hope it stays that way. Global boiling. Uh, Am I right? (laughs) 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 Uh, Potential blackout power outage. Am I right? (laughs) Oh, another news, though. A lot of people won't care about this, but Suzanne, our principal from Cambridge, we when we went to school in the Middle East, she passed away yesterday. Miss Diana. Miss Diana. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. She she caused us so much trauma. FYI, no one will ever understand unless you went to that school. Oh she my was god. The oh. Principal Man, to ever you guys will not know she planet. Oh, god forbid. She was but, like know. a principal from the movies. You guys, we would mm-hmm. all be standing in line. So so back in the Middle East, okay, we have this thing where every, every it's like a K through 12 school. And so we would all have to line up in the morning outside on mm-hmm. this concrete like concrete play yard, okay? It see, it felt very much like a prison, okay? That's that's what it felt like. There were literally bars all around us. That was our playground, quote unquote. No no grass. They did not care about us Wait, touching and they, grass. They would and before and- we go into the school like after we sang the the national anthem, the principal Miss Deanna would be walking between every line to see who's in dress code, who has their hair tied, who has makeup on. I was literally just about to say that. That was, you guys, she would literally be like a commander weaving in and around through the lines. And you know what she'd be doing? Dress code check. Your hair was slightly too pretty that day. Put Mm -hmm. put it back in a ponytail. You you seem like you wore a little bit of You rolled up your sleeves a little too much? Oh yeah, you rolled up your sleeves too much? Put your shirt down. If she felt like, (laughs) if she felt like you wore a tad bit too much concealer to conceal that acne oh, that so that bad. you could attract the attention of the boy in 12th grade. You better go wash that <laughs> shit off your face. That woman that was personal, did it? not care. <laughs> she would antagonize first graders up until 12th grader. She did not care. This woman was, you know, whatever. May she rest in peace. <laughs> May she rest in peace, man. I wish that woman the best. But yeah, I just, wow, I that really that brought out. up some, wow, that brought up some deep rooted. Yeah memories over there mm-hmm. but let's get into uh, it we got a lot of hot topics of the week yes we Ugh. do first the new york times magazine interview with scandal with tom I, I scandal with freaking tom sandoval <laughs> and this guys i cannot believe the words that came out of his mouth and i could tell it's because of all the hate he's getting this season so far because he's like why is no one feeling bad for me so this, this is what tom said Sucker. in his interview he goes I witnessed the O.J. Simpson thing. He said thanks. <gasps> he didn't even say the case. He goes, O.J. Simpson thing. <laughs> and then he goes, and George Floyd. And all these big things, which is really weird to compare Scandival to that, I think. But do you think in a weird way, it's a little bit the same? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my then, goodness. 
So then everyone berated him. Uh, Gertie from Real Housewives of Miami went off on him. Kiki did. Like every person of color and even not person of color on social media on Bravo went after his ass. Okay. So then obviously when he saw everyone was going after him, he went and posted an Insta story which said, my intentions behind the comments I made in New York Times were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. What do you think about this entire thing? And his statement, um, do you, his PR uh, first of all, definitely wrote it. First of all, it, it wasn't like Sutton was out here being like, name him. Name them. You decided out of all the things for you to name in comparison to your BS infidelity that broke Vanderpump Rules Group, that, that broke the Vanderpump people, as we know yeah. it, that changed the course of the trajectory of this show, probably. Mm -hmm. You had to compare yourself to George Floyd. What level of delulu do you have to be on? To think that you can equate yourself to something that almost sparked civil rights number two. What? And, and again, OJ said, like, okay, I'm sorry. Out of all the people who could compare himself to, I hate to say it, I hate to be that person. Sorry, guys. Why did they have to be black? Why? Yeah. Why? Oh my God, why? Just, yeah. <laughs> I compared him. Why? <laughs> why? It just makes no sense. Tom he's, Sandoval he's, and OJ said, so dramatic. Why? <sighs> I He's not even it. at least Mexican, Hispanic, Asian, Indian, Arab for him to even at least maybe be in, in some sort of minority. He is a white privileged man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst part. I just, I can't. Like that's, wow. You must, oh, you really think. And the solar flares are surrounding you. <laughs> I don't understand. So... On that note, too, lastly, about Sandoval that I will say is that so he ended up posting last week that he's dating this model. Uh, her name is Victoria uh -uh. Lee Robinson. She's this really known hot model. She's beautiful. And everyone was like, oh, she's using him because she knows he's number one right now. So if she dates him, her Instagram followers will go up. Well, ever since any publicity, any publicity gets you famous. Are we right? She dumped him. She already, she literally <gasps> left him right after this Wait, interview because he deleted, he, I don't know, he deleted all the photos of them that, right after this interview was released. So obviously she was like, oh, okay, now I really can't be talking to this man. <laughs> well, that's probably too much bad PR. You know, it's one thing to be like, yeah. oh my God, I'm with the guy that had a scandal that broke America. But then it's another thing to be with that guy that compared <clears throat> himself to big cases that literally yep. first of all were like courts of law situations That's what too I'm what were, what about i mean okay fine, fine. the race the, the, the race stuff okay put that aside what what makes you think you could compare yourself to oj simpson's murder trial and mm -hmm. then we also had the trial of the police officers that that killed george floyd i I just what a does not make yeah. sense. No, this man uh, needs to be stopped. Is he going crazy? Is he going mad? I think it's got to be the latter. Like, yeah, something's not right here. I, this is like surpassed a midlife crisis. I don't it's know. horrible. It's disgusting. But yeah. So let's this next part. Oh my god, I love this. The cast for House of Villains allegedly <gasps> has come out. Oh. So do you want to? Do you want to give me the names of the people who are going to be All on right, this we cast? Got, well, oh, you got okay. Starting off strong, <laughs> starting off strong. Monica Garcia. Then we got <laughs> Tom Sandoval, Shayna O'Hurley from Love Is Blind. Which do you guys remember Shayna? Yeah, she was. Horrible. Oh my god! If you guys don't remember, for some reason, she, 
I feel like you don't remember her story that much, but I know you remember because you and that was the season you got me into Love is Blind. I remember specifically you were like, Lena, she's interested in the cokehead looking guy, Shane, the one who everyone was like, why are his eyes bulging open the entire season? Remember Shane? No, I remember. Yeah, she was the one who was with Shane and the Asian lady, uh, uh, Natalie. And then he ended up picking Natalie. But, you know, Natalie deserves And then better, he started so. thinking, yeah, and then he started thinking she, he should be with Shayna. And then Shayna picked the other guy who liked yep. her, but she did who, not she feel like she could be with him. Because he was, no, but you know what? I, okay, I'm just going to be the person to say this. I do not think it's a bad thing to reject someone because they do not believe in God. Okay? She yep. said she was Christian. I, it does not matter to what level she practices her Christianity. If that is how she grew up, if that is what she wants to be with. And this Uh man just did not explain to her how much of an atheist he is. Then there is nothing wrong with saying no to that. It would automatically change my feelings. Me personally, someone did not practice the same faith as me. It just, it causes a lot of problems. I am so tired of people acting like, oh, you can put these problems to the side, blah, blah, blah. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's just going to keep coming up. Um, So it's really like how you navigate the world. But anyways, uh, I I digress. We also have Wes, Wes, our very own Wes from the challenge. Ooh, you know, I always love it when there is someone from the challenge. I don't know. You guys don't know how much the challenge had a hold on me and Lena during yep. the pandemic and after. Oh my God, I guess Suzanne, we were going pandemic. To, we were finishing each season in two days. Each it took literally, literally five episodes a day. All we would do is watch the challenge. That's why me and her are honestly low key gym freaks. You guys wouldn't know that. Yep. Honestly, they turned like, us. I'm telling you, we are the so committed to, athletic. to athletics because of this show. Like and and yeah. Anyways, love the challenge. Love everyone on there. All the long timers, OGs for a reason. Anyways, but then we also have Natalie Nunn, who I don't know who. who? Yeah, who is that? Okay, Mike, the situation, Jersey Shore. Ah! We did great Yo, with I, that. But. It would really make my world if they at some point brought Snooki and JWoww, but I'm sure those are OGs. Oh, They'll probably save for later yeah, seasons. At different seasons. Yep. That's and exactly oh my god, it. you guys, Farah Abraham from Teen Mom. Yep. MTV. Anybody? Oh my god. I died. Cable TV. I can't. Literally, this woman is so messy. I am curious to see what she has evolved into. Every time I see her, she's a completely different person. Yeah, I'm curious to see how Wes is going to be with these different personalities. Like, I, even though, like, Wes was in it, but I don't, it's just, I love seeing people I grew up watching with different people I grew up watching now in the same show. I love it's it. So I weird. love it. This is a reunion nobody asked for. I just, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, the last one is... You see Chad him? Johnson from The Bachelor. Ah! Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys. Ah. Also, this was when The Bachelor was still good. Not to say I've actually been hearing pretty good things about this most recent it's season. Amazing, Susan. But um, I'm so annoyed that you couldn't get into it. But Suzanne already, guys. Suzanne has so many shows on her plate. So I'd rather her focus on what we're recapping than her going and start watching Joey's season. Okay. She'll watch yeah, it when they, yeah. they decide to put it on Hulu one day. Yeah, it'll get there. It'll get there. But anyways, oh, such a great cast. So excited. Okay, what? Uh, so this is something I said last week in the news of the week, but I just wanted to say it to you because I just know you, you get entertained with Monica's mother stuff. So Monica's mother last week went on to Twitter and she tweeted for sale, Monica Garcia's Range Rover as seen in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Stop it. She's on, uh, I'm not joking. And then she goes 159,494 miles. It's going to be $41,200. She had it wrapped with a new gorgeous rusty gold color after shooting. I can post a photo tomorrow. Only serious buyers, please. No delivery. 
pickup only, DM me. And then she goes, hashtag Bravo. <laughs> she must have fought with Monica or something if she's trying to sell her daughter's car on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. The so apple is not far from fall far from the crazy crazy tree the they crazy need to crazy see tree. i'm telling you bravo isn't for them because they're too trashy for bravo they need to be on tlc they're tlc drama they are literally tlc drama i mean look don't even hate on tlc i love 90 day fiance i don't care that is a gem of a show one day we will recap it when we have the time mm-hmm. but oh my god uh yeah anyways Oh, uh, before we get into other stuff, what did you think of Dorit's reunion look? Ugly, trash. I just don't get it. Uh, I don't know what she's trying to look like. It almost gave me, you know, actually, I'm hijab not even going to give it to her. No, I no, not vibes. hijab oh. vibes. She was trying to look like desert, desert Bedouin vibes, I think yep. was more what uh, she was going for. Is, yeah. Still don't like it. You're not from there. You're not Arabian. You are not from the desert. You are not from the desert. You're not from mm, the desert. You You're from them. the Balkans. You I don't know. I just, I, I cannot stress this enough stop culturally appropriating culturally us appropriating, i don't care yep. it's 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 just it's cultural appropriation please 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 stop taking our things and acting like you guys are from the desert please 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 okay that's all i have to say yeah. i'm gonna keep my mouth shut here uh, yeah <laughs> i would rather just not have any opinions uh but i do not like to read as a person so that that's really all it comes down to yep. do not like her personality Anyways, next. <laughs> so Portia Williams, Real Housewife of Atlanta star, filed for divorce from Simon Guabadia. How do I say his last name? I don't want to say it wrong. Gu- I don't know. Gu- uh, uh, Guabadia? Some- yeah. yeah some After point, only 15 months of marriage, <sighs> Portia's husband being a convicted two-time felon. She clearly is divorcing him because these allegations came out, which I believe a producer let him out because I swear every season – some big scandal comes out right before production is about to fail this season. It's like mm-hmm. production is like, okay, guys, go right now, snoop what we can find out about them so that we can get the buzz for next season. How else are they going to get people excited and wanting to, you know, tune in? They're going to have to let something out. So this is what they want people to look forward to. So I want you to read. So what can you read the document stating exactly what her husband did so that people can understand? Um, so basically oh, on, on phone. I sent you the screenshot. Do you have yeah, it? yeah. No, no, no. I know. Okay. Uh, I, I checked it real quick. Okay. So you guys have to understand what they leaked. What they leaked was that, uh, this man has, I think overstayed his visa multiple times. <clears throat> oh, yikes. Um, so I mean the first time, I don't know when he tried to come mm-hmm. to this country, but basically overstayed his visa. He willingly exited the country. Then he came back on a temporary visa six months. He overstayed it again. The country was like, we're deporting you. He was like, no, don't deport me. Now. I don't know what happened at that point. Right. Uh, it gets mm-hmm. a little, I don't know, murky, murky with the legalese talk, but from my yeah. understanding, he's a finding way to come back to America. I'm unsure if at that point he stayed as a temporary residence. I don't know how he finessed the system in this way, but basically more recently. Oh, uh, and also they were trying to deport him off like, uh, basically credit and bank fraud. This <gasps> man was definitely frauding. I don't know how he was making money here, but my understanding is I, all that I'm was confused. fraud. And he also used a different freaking identity to <gasps> get a citizenship here and they caught him for that. So what are they doing now? And this is like the more recent accusations in like 2022. So keep in mind, 
This man has been in the country since like the 80s, like 85. Wait, um, what? And he's yeah. still have citizenship? Yeah. So basically now they <clears throat> are wanting to deport him. And they're saying like, you did this and you're guilty. And then he basically is like attempting to plead not guilty. Like, no, I didn't. And then they basically denied this ch- claim. And they're saying like, they're still going to charge him. So now he's like demanding that they not like, I don't know. I guess he wants a fair trial. Some some aspect of that. Oh, Again, God. I might be completely misunderstanding this. I tried to understand this. No, but I think, I, think you, I think you hit the nail in the coffin. Why else would Portia be divorcing him? She's like, oh my God, you're about to tarnish my reputation back on Bravo. I Yeah, I feel like he's about to undergo some legal battles at this time and honestly if i were portia i would just get out of there before you actually have to deal with it It does not sound like any money this man has made is legitimate last thing you need is for you to end up high and dry with someone like Mm -hmm. this dude because the court is trying to take everything oh yeah you guys oh my god i forgot to mention also somehow he like illegally possessed a vehicle i don't know what that means i don't know if that means he stole a car or if he paid with a car with funds that were not his but anyways the the court is working on basically taking back things that he has possessed illegally so safe to say this man is a felon you know just just come to america like everybody else okay get the green card do it right okay i don't know why Mm -hmm. Why, why you had to make this hard for yourself? But anyways, don't trust. Like it might take it might and, take long, but it's not going to make you sit here and wait from the 80s. Yeah. Like if he did it the right way, he would have had his green card a long time ago, ma'am. So if there's anything I have learned from this situation and from Risa <laughs> Tisa's 50-part TikTok series on who the F did I marry, don't date anyone in Atlanta. <laughs> Ooh. There you go. Yeah. I hear that a lot, though. Uh-uh. I hear that there's a lot of cheaters in Atlanta. I don't, just I general, hear, just like the the environment there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheap. I don't, there's something about, there's something's in the air in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but Cheating they got juice. a lot of cheaters over there. I mm-hmm. don't know. Like, they're not just cheaters. They're like lying about their damn identities. That's not. What? Like, who, oh, who are these no. people? Anyways, don't want to hate on Atlanta in case we got any listeners out there. We, we, we're sure it's yeah, not you. Yeah, we love you. Atlanta. And also, yeah. we're talking about the men. We're talking, yeah, we're talking about the men. men. They're the men, cheaters. Men, men. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but let's get into another headline. So this one is just really brief. Jax posted a selfie with his PR lady, whatever, like their manager. And it was really cozied up. And people were taking videos of Jax, I guess, going on tour, going to bars. And he was getting very cozied up with women and hugging them really close and stuff. So people are thinking he cheated on Britney. Or some people are speculating that they're making it seem like he cheated on Britney so that people can get a buzz for their new show, The Valley, you know, whatever it is that oh, they're yeah. doing. So, yeah, so then Britney went on her podcast to say that, you know, their life is not a publicity stunt, blah, blah, blah. She gave no answers that we wanted. The last thing I wanted us to touch on is Andy, the Andy Cohen thing. So let me read Ugh. it. So it says, the video shows Kate Chastain and I very clearly joking to Brandy. It was absolutely meant in jest, and Brandy's response clearly communicated she was in on the joke. That said, it was totally inappropriate, and I apologize. Unfortunately, I can't, like, I don't know what it is specifically, but then the the tabloid article says Brandy Glanville accuses inebriated Andy Cohen of sexual harassment, inviting her to watch him have sex with Bravo Star. The only thing that makes me not believe it is that Andy is a gay man and I do not ever see Kate Chastain doing stuff like this. Like I just, she, you know, I, just, I, I she can't see a baby Kate, recently. I can't see Kate Chastain doing it. I just can't. I don't know. Yeah. And again, I thought Andy Cohen, you know, rolled a different direction. I thought men were his jive and I don't yeah. feel like that's ever changed. I don't think he's ever even really like 
messed with the other party from my understanding. We're not saying Andy Cohen's a good person. We don't know what he does behind closed doors, but yeah. I mean, Maybe we don't know, was, right? I mean, yeah, yeah we, really we can separate we really his character from the fact that he has led a very successful franchise that we support and we clearly mm -hmm. watch. So, you know, that's where like I like to draw the line there. Um, okay. But I think, you know, I don't know. I mean, at a certain point, it would just be best for Brandy to let this whole area go this whole bubble go and I'm not even saying she's wrong you know I'm just saying I think she's been very much like <clears throat> reputationally destroyed in the well, Bravo sphere you heard what happened because uh you know how we watched Real Housewife Ultimate Girls Trip season three so yeah. season four was supposed to come out literally months ago and it hasn't mm -hmm. because they brought back Brandy Glanville again and they brought Caroline Manzo, an OG from Real Housewife of New Jersey, the one who was married to the mafia family, whatever. Yeah. So they were all being really drunk and stuff. And it seemed like, from my understanding, from what all the cast are saying, because they're all defending Brandy, they said that Caroline went too far, that she accidentally exposed herself. And when they asked her about her sister, Dina, because her sister got beat up by her ex-husband, her sister, literally, someone came into Caroline Manzo's sister's home beat the living hell out of her, stole stuff. And it, and Caroline went and defended that guy because he's the brother of her husband. Okay. So everyone hates Caroline for it. So apparently it was brought up on the show on the ultimate girls trip. And Brandy was, I think egging Caroline on. So Caroline realized she was going to look really bad on camera, admitting that she was okay with a man beating up her sister. So now oh, people are thinking wild. she's using, she's lying, <clears throat> not even lying, but she's over-exaggerating that Brandy sexually uh, uh, harassed her <sighs> on the trip. And now production made a statement. They're officially not releasing season four of Ultimate Girls Trip. It escaped. And now there's an investigation because now they're claiming that Brandy did something to Caroline in the bathroom. And now people are pissed at Caroline because it's like, the th it's, see, people are in the middle because people are like, Brandy's disgusting. I can't believe she did that because Caroline went and said that Brandy put her hands inside her pants and did all. Oh yeah, my gosh. Weird. So like, I don't know what to, so half of the people are like, Caroline just doesn't want what she did to her sister out on camera. The other half thinks that she really was traumatized by what Brandy did. So I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. You know, I, I, I think, I think what's real. I, I don't know. I, I think the last thing to say about all of this is. Mm -hmm. everyone is only looking out for themselves and we have to forget as much of it is as much as we'd like to consider it as reality tv these people will say anything to get clout that is what defines yep. each and every one of these people right what are you yeah. willing to say the more shocking it is the more quote-unquote credibility you have so I don't know hard to say I don't believe I feel like there's probably a little bit of truth in every story yep Okay. Love that. So let's uh, talk about this week's episode of the traders real quick. And then we're just going to dive into Miami. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Okay. So I love, I know it's cause you don't know Kate Chastain, but I've been watching her since the very start of below deck and she's what made below deck what it is now of chief stews bullying their, their <laughs> like their people below them. So I just have mm -hmm. a love for her and I feel like everyone wanted her to be a trader last season so badly and she never got it. So this season it's her time to shine. But what surprised me is during the breakfast table, I didn't realize, Suzanne, how much Kate was going to struggle with appearing as a faithful. I, I was just going to say, she is already not good at being a traitor. And I, and I mm. really was surprised because I felt like the air that she had was so like, I don't give a F about you. Ew, you just breathed in my direction. Okay. <laughs> like you could have just not said that. Like, okay, can you just stop being annoying? Like, like I just thought 
that demeanor would carry on no matter what. But I guess it just goes to show like the reason why she acts like that is because she's an honest person. And I think yep. that proves that the meaner you are, the more honest you kind of are because, no, true. because you're somebody that you're always honest if you really think mm -hmm. about that. So the fact that she literally lost color at the table and who picked yeah. up on it? Yo, oh. I don't think anybody gives MJ enough credit. MJ is actually, if you think about it, in the very, very beginning was when I think she was playing a pretty solid game because she kind of believed Dan was Dan was a traitor from the very beginning. She was the first one to point it out. Her and she Larsa. was one of the first yep. people that was kind of suspicious of him. And as I've noticed, as time goes on, the only thing that gets in MJ's way, she doesn't trust her own intuition. For some reason, she thinks she's wrong, but she has been kind of right about a couple things. But anyways, she basically picked up on Kate being uncomfortable at the breakfast and Kate's just mm -hmm. like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, yep. I wonder, I wonder if later on anybody will have picked up on that. And But I really hope it's MJ. I, I don't know. Yeah, I do too. I mean, uh, I think I said this last episode, but, or maybe this was just when we talk on FaceTime, Janelle did say on Banana's podcast that she was able to easily figure out who the traitors were because she was like, if you're a traitor, a camera is following you 24 seven. She goes, us faithfuls production isn't constantly following. Like we don't have a camera on our back. She goes, so I started realizing Dan, Phaedra, and po poverty constantly had a camera around them. So I, I started to catch the hint that anytime there was a camera in the room, I was like, oh, a traitor's in that room. And so Janelle was like, I think they're going to switch it up next season because a couple of us did talk about it. And we realized like, oh, the, wherever the camera is, go follow it. That's a traitor. So obviously production is going to be switching that up next season. I could tell. Well, but I feel the like they'll have to have a bit more like hidden cameras around. I think that's yeah. what they need. That, I think that's what they're failing at. They don't have enough of those, uh, what are they called? Like in Are You the One and like those uh, love shows. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like those like following you cameras. Like yep. as soon as they detect movement, they're just like. Yep. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. But so then they get to the challenge. I felt like production was really worried none of the glasses were going to break. It seemed like they were actually in there for a long time. Like, it seemed like it took hours until they got something. It but definitely why, seemed like a long, long game. Why did Phaedra play so sloppy? Like, why did she go for Trishel? Why? She was why? overconfident. She was overconfident. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Phaedra said it at the beginning, right? She said that once she got the strategy down, then she could do whatever. As soon as she noticed every name she would pick, everybody followed. And oh, this is what bothers me. Why are the Real Housewives or the Bravo women, why are they all blindly following her? Like, I want mm -hmm. someone like Sheree to speak up a bit more. Aren't you upset that Phaedra called you out first? Like, I, it's like, like, and I know it hurt her feelings, but like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She just like won't say anything. Like, um, and then who's yeah, guys, the other uh, one? Just for, just, just, just for reference, Suzanne is not on Phaedra's side for all my Bravo peeps. I'm not. I'm a Phaedra stan. I just don't think. Okay, I thought Phaedra was playing a smart game at the beginning, but the beginning I is the too. easiest time to play a smart game. I don't know where along these lines Phaedra has lost her game. And in my opinion, she's lost her game completely. Okay. Because I don't think she's been playing a good game for the last three episodes. In my opinion, mm -hmm. she 
she, her whole strategy has been relying on the other traders to make a decision so that she doesn't have to. That's not a but strategy. But she shouldn't do that. She should have been the one who was choosing who to kill because if she chose who to kill, maybe she would have killed people that wouldn't have even yeah. been obvious. Her mistake was letting Dan make the first three or four hits exactly. depending on who he thinks is going to help him, which in reality, he actually messed it up for everyone else. So Yeah, no, I mean, Dan, well, Dan knew he messed it up for everybody else. And that's why at the round table, he gave up Phaedra's name. And again, what I hate is how the faithfuls keep gaslighting themselves. Why would you not think Dan would let go of a name? Like, why? Why would you not think that? Like, you know, but that's why Dan is smart, right? He knows that they might not even believe him. So it was a Hail Mary. He was like, I'm going to give them the truth, but they're probably going to gaslight themselves into not believing it anyway. And that's yeah, that a true mastermind. But I'm just going to say- Phaedra's been sloppy and I, and that round table was so heated. I just, I cannot intense. believe how they came for Peter. And honestly, I am so glad that CT picked up on her, like okay, randomly that, changing the course of the game to Trichel. That was so obvious. I, I thought they had a flirting. I was like, even if I really believe that even if CT thought Phaedra was a traitor, I really was like, nah, he's not going to. He was like, uh, uh, I don't care how cute I think you are. You're out of this game because you are not stealing my money. And plus, I started to think, I think he starts, he has a crush on Kate Chastain. Did you see when they were in the car when Kate said something to him? And he was like, you have a crush on me, don't you? And Kate looked at him. She goes, yeah, I guess a little bit. And I was like, yeah. Kate? Well, no, she said, she's like, yeah, I like you. Like something like that. Like, yeah, I guess I like you. Because uh, Poverty was on Bananas podcast this week. I didn't listen to the whole thing, just the first 10 minutes. And <laughs> Bananas was like, well, well, were there any showmances? And she was like, Bananas, there were a lot more showmances. And I'm really surprised production didn't show any of it. So he asked her to say them. And she went out of respect to the castmates because she's like, if they haven't come out and said that they had a showmance with this person, like, I don't want to be the one to get the heat for this. So Okay, well, that's respectful of Parvati. But also, yeah. she is the most hated one. So if she really said anything, yeah. they really would come for her. So exactly. So I see why she wouldn't want to. So yeah, I think better <laughs> watch it back, girl, watch it back. So yeah, also, that you was really what the, happened. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, nobody was banished for us to even make a consensus of what we thought of it but we've really yeah we but like i Adra. man but this game is good you know i mean they always say a game like this the people with the advantage are the traders you just have to yep. like play a good game and again you know we keep seeing phaedra's tell she was eating it up getting some salmon at the at the tea time she did it like, again she, did it again. she like, keeps what? doing she it knows this is her tell and she Ooh, that salmon looks like yeah. Amazing. I twitch. I twitch. Salmon. I twitch. I twitch. And then, and then I hate the. I, I'm sorry. I Chicken hate the faces tender. she makes. She's just constantly making okay. a stink face. Okay. She took this is not like a bachelor, Peter. No. Okay, you, know you want to so my ass? For, I'm not kissing your ass for a bros. What was so funny is when Kate was in the cell with her when she called Kate, and then Phaedra was like. Do you have a game plan? And then she did the poverty squinting thing. She was like, mm, mm. <laughs> and then literally Kate was looking at her like, were you possessed or something? <laughs> and Phaedra just kept squinting. Mm, do you know Kate? Kate, who should we go after? And I was like, wait. No, also, <laughs> let's go. So here's her and her theatrics. Here's here's what also here's what also surprised me that the minute she recruited Kate as a trader, she was basically like, who do you want to take out? And Kate's like, I just got yeah. here. That's and what then, I was surprised by. I was like, so, Phaedra, so if I were Kate, this. I would feel like I am in bad hands with Phaedra yeah, because me too. she only wants me here so I can destroy myself basically. 
And this is definitely not a team led decision. I feel like, I mean, honestly, Phaedra, from what I can see, she's pretty cutthroat, even though she tries to act like she's not, but she's pretty cutthroat. She is. She is. After what she did to Candy and Portia on that season, when she lied that Candy roofied and, you know, essay Portia, that, that's when I knew Phaedra plays She is a villain. She mm-hmm. plays dirty, dirty, man. And it's a scary type of dirty where you're like, oh, my God, if I do one bad thing, this woman could make up some allegation about me and ruin my reputation. Because she's also – she studied law. So, obviously, Phaedra's going to know the loopholes. She's going to yeah. know what to say, what not to say. Like, everything – that scares me, okay? Maybe I will never be friend a lawyer. I think I will never be friend a lawyer, girl-wise. Oh, never. I, will I don't trust them. <laughs> But okay, so let's get into Miami. Let me just let's do okay. it. So there was actually a bunch of short scenes here, which usually they're boring, but they really gave us a lot in each one of these short scenes. Like you, I feel like they gave us just enough to where they weren't overdoing it. Where I was like, okay, why do we still need this scene going on? But so we get into Larsa and Marcus, and clearly Mar- Larsa was like, we need to we need to beat these these Michael Jordan not accepting me allegations. So let's get on our stupid podcast and let's try to talk about it. And so Larsa tells Marcus that she felt really interrogated by Adrian and Kiki. But doesn't <sighs> Larsa interrogate the ladies anytime that she wants to stir the paw or she fishes for information about them, Suzanne? Yeah, like, she keeps asking why? questions. She <sighs> takes no accountability. That's what Larsa's known for, a little pathological liar. Larsa? Yeah, and so... They bring up the Michael Jordan situation and Larsa just tells him that she would rather have Mark. Well, keep in mind, they're speaking on their podcast right now. Okay. So then she would rather Marcus speak on this because it's his dad and she just doesn't want to be the one to explain it. And they get on their stupid podcast and they talk about the headline and Larsa makes Marcus just do everything. She just literally stares at him. And Marcus just explains to him that he knew ahead of time because his dad had texted him right before the article came out to tell him like, hey, I'm sorry. I hope you don't take the article the wrong way blah 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 and then larsa just admits that she was really embarrassed because people started to call her a liar and acting like she's cool with michael jordan and i just think it's funny because when production asks marcus if they hung out together as a couple with his father he does not even give a direct answer he goes yeah so i think that we've been a couple and my dad has definitely been vocal and adamant about making sure i'm happy you sure about that marcus Mm. i never once heard michael jordan come out uh, to a uh, interview or tabloid or whatever and say I just want to see my son Marcus happy I have never seen that never seen it maybe no. if you made it Mm-mm. into the NBA he would have said that but you're not even in the <laughs> NBA you're not even making your dad proud why aren't you throwing some hoops are you even playing basketball <laughs> he's not he's he's living off of his dad's fortune his Instagram <sighs> handle is literally what I'm gonna here you get into this next scene while I uh, okay. get into you. But then we have the next scene. Nicole comes over to Gertie's. And so they get into Nicole being ready to try working on having a baby. She doesn't want to take the IVF route, which is fair because, I mean, she'll definitely cross the bridge when she gets there. But basically, Gertie tells Nicole that she started chemo the day right after Adriana's party. So it's oh, definitely about to get quick, real for her. MJ's, I mean, Marcus's, which surprises me because Marcus comes off as humble to me. His Instagram username is airmj523, like the heir of his father. Get it? You know, like the oh, heir of the throne. Yeah, H E I R. Oh my god. Yeah. What the Cringe. heck? Corrine. Okay. Sorry. okay. Continuing on. So basically, it's about to get real for Gertie. The next twelve weeks are her chemo and radiation treatments. Which it's really sad that she is now in the range for chemo. Right? She she mm-hmm. thought she probably um, you know got it the first. Uh, um, 
you know, that the worst was over the first time, but you know, now that she has to go through the second round, I mean, it's definitely scary, right? Like how many times should somebody have to go through radiation? So now we learn from this point that Larsa talked about Gertie again on her podcast and she sent in the group chat about Gertie biting her. (sighs) Okay. Can you help me understand what exactly Larsa was talking about? Like Gertie bit her like physically? And, and then, so did you see production? Literally did a flashback to the gondola scene. And it was a simple, Gertie was uh, hugging up on Larsa. And then she goes, she literally just bit her arm real quick. A love bite. It was literally a love bite. Oh my okay? gosh. She did nothing. And she, it wasn't even multiple times. I, I mean, production only showed one flashback. I know production loves to do montages of things that someone is like, I never did that. And then they show like a oh, bunch totally, of videos. Totally, totally. No, they the number of times women lie and they have all the receipts. But no, it's very clear Gertie gave her So I don't know why Larsa has to find something to say about Gertie every time. Out of all the people you can, I mean, talk crap about Julia, talk crap about Alexia, talk about literally anyone else. No offense, not that I think anybody should talk crap about Julia. I don't think she does anything. But like, you know what I mean? During this time, why Gertie? Like, what is she getting out of this? This woman is going through cancer, and you're just. Oh, like, and you expect her not to care about it on top of the fact that she's already emotional. Larsa, you are the cancer. Larsa, you're the cancer. So basically this time Larsa talks about being bit during the Mexico trip, which of course made the headline. And Larsa knew that it would, which is why she said it. And then Gertie goes, earth to Larsa. Here's the education to being a good friend. Number one, keep secrets when you're asked to. Number two, tell the truth and do not be a pathological liar. Number three, have some compassion and grace. Is that too much to ask for? And I'll tell you, Gertie, no. No, mm-hmm. it is not too much to ask for. That's Larsa the bare just does not know how to be a decent human being. For God's sake, she's dating the mm-hmm. son of her ex-husband's <laughs> rival. Do we really expect any more from her? I don't. And then we got Michael Jordan here. Acts like he doesn't even know she's. Oh, he knows. He's just ashamed. He's just ashamed. Okay. He doesn't want to admit that his own son is also a traitor. A traitor. (laughs) He's going for. He's going for traitor punani. Enough Mm -hmm. said. And she was his nanny. Okay. Just weird dynamic. Weird dynamic. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I don't think she was his nanny. People keep saying that, and Larsa keeps saying, "I was never his babysitter." Uh, well, I mean, sounds like you were Larsa. She, yeah, sounds like you were. So then Gertie tells Nicole, like Larsa has other things to worry about. Michael Jordan doesn't like you, baby. And <laughs> I, I died right there. I was Sorry. like, round of applause because she's but... so right. Okay. <laughs> but now we get into Alexia and her new place, which Alexia clearly does not like, but she had to move Mm-mm. into it because her man Todd did not tell him. And he maybe was not being able to pay for that. He was okay, not making- talking. He just disappeared. He is- Where'd he go? No, Where'd you go? know why he went away? You know why he went away? Because what? of that embarrassing seven minute video he posted onto Instagram of him apologizing <laughs> to Anthony's husband. Like literally, <sighs> you know, I would just like to apologize for, for doing this to you. Here's some Godiva chocolate. Alexia, how do you not wake up too. and have the desire to punch this guy in the face every morning? Morning, Todd, punch. Like he just has such I- a punchable face. He does. Punchable personality. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Continue. But, you know, they're settled into their tinier apartment. But honestly, it has a gorgeous. They literally have the view of the Miami Beach. <sighs> I mean, jelly. Uh, uh, jelly. And, yeah. It honestly. is a very nice view, especially when you're very high up there. Mm-hmm. So she has her high off of marijuana looking. <laughs> Suzanne, Peter, like what annoys me is that I, he just needs to do one scene without smoking. 
the way he's mumbling his words and responding to his mom makes me want to punch him in the face. Yeah. But like at the same time, I don't because I'm like, Peter cares for Frankie the way that he does. And I like, I get it. So many bad things have come out about Alexia's son. I come, I know. Wait, but what know, bad things? But, what did he do? He terrorized a homeless person. And like started bullying and yeah, and he, he literally tried to beat up a homeless person or he did beat up a homeless person. And then there was another time when uh, I think he either cut someone off or someone cut him off at, uh, in the car or whatever. And then he got out of his car and tried to fight the person. Oh. Yeah. He's okay. So this guy clearly person. has oh, anger and, issues, but maybe that's why domestic he's abuse from his ex-girlfriend. She filed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So clearly so, this guy has anger problems. Are we that upset that he's on weed then? I mean, th- their, their dad is a freaking child molester. Like, that's why, did you not notice when <sighs> Alexia told her, her son that he was, when she was like, you know, God forbid, if anything happens to me, you know, your dad cannot be the legal guardian of Frankie. You yeah. Know that. For you legal, need, yeah. Because their dad, you know. <laughs> oh, you, you got Alexia's girl. accent down right. Okay. <laughs> Just, I love, sorry. Uh, I got it. But no, like, honestly, uh, this was a very heartfelt moment. And uh, honestly, for me, the reason why, like, I felt like it was heartfelt is that we have a sister that, you know, and and when parents have these kinds of conversations, you know, it really puts things in perspective. Mm -hmm. We, you know when our parents and are gone and you know, you get one of us is going to siblings, the siblings are the family. You know, we, we yep. have to be the ones to take the reins and take care of that sibling because I would never trust to put them in like, Hell you know, no. one of those care facilities. Ew, yeah. No, those are people who pay don't- me mm-hmm. enough to do something like that. Never, never. So very and heartfelt like, moment in my opinion. I think that the only thing that makes me defend Peter and Alexia and well, I always defend Alexia because I just Mm -hmm. love her. But with Peter specifically is that special needs children are extremely, extremely aware of their surroundings more than us. Like their senses are emotionally, very emotionally aware. Peter abused his brother, did something to him, was, was bad in any way. Frankie would not be near his, he would not even get close or step foot in an area where his brother is. The fact that he loves to spend time with him and he leans on him and, and uh, uh, last season, like Alexia even came out and her, her son admitted like her son is the one that shaves him. He bathes him and stuff because he's a man. So it seems like he does these things from, so I'm like, I get it. He made mistakes. You know, maybe he overdid it with the drugs. Maybe he overdid it with some wrong toxic relationship. You yeah. don't know what is going and on. I in think it's household. unfair. I think it's unfair to base his whole character off these like terrible situations. Sometimes you don't know what people mm-hmm. are going through. I'm not saying you should be getting yourself into situations where like, you know, you're beating up a homeless man or, you know, facing domestic abuse charges from a girlfriend, but toxic situations happen for a reason. And, you know, the thing that matters is his brother who might not have the words to say it knows that his brother has a Mm -hmm. kind heart. So I think that speaks a lot more volumes. Oh Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's enough for that scene. You know, I wrote some, but I feel like I think we, no, I think it. we got what was going on here, but yeah. So then we got so. Lisa's mother and aunt come over. I'm so happy we finally get to meet Lisa's Suzanne. I'm telling you, we've never got to meet her because Lenny hates her parents, and we see it now after her mom explains how he was. He's been looking wow. down on them. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. Basically, uh, we finally get to meet Lisa's mother that we never got to see because Lenny is a disgusting animal and her mother (laughs) is so cute and put together. Uh, This man disrespected like this little woman. I just, I couldn't. He is a very soulless man. I think if there's anything we can gauge from here, Lenny is a Mm -hmm. soulless man. But we also hear from her aunt 
that everyone in Canada was concerned for her because they saw everything that was happening with Lisa and the tabloids. And so we learned that her mother grew up very poor in Jamaica in a place called Seaford Town. Her mother used to come three times a year, but she stopped because of Lenny's poor, sickly attitude. And so Mm -hmm. Lisa says that he would never engage with her family like the animal that he is, and he would walk away and constantly be angry around them. So we I would learned- just have to, before you continue, mm-hmm. I would just like have to point out what your husband or your man does, like, or how he treats you sometimes, you're allowing that. So maybe if in the beginning of her dating him, if she showed him the worth of her family and she was like, um, I'm not going to marry your ass until you respect my family, it yeah. would have never reached to that situation. But she allowed him to not have her family in her life in the beginning and all because it from my understanding of Lisa's background she came from a very traditional strict household she did end up saying two episodes or three episodes ago that she worked in Hooters so my understanding is she wanted to be like maybe a bottle service girl or those types of jobs her parents didn't let her so she moved out and has been living with boyfriends since so yeah sorry just had to throw that in there no that totally makes sense it totally makes sense and I mean you know that's that's a that's lifestyle on its own but then we learned that her mother texted lenny uh lenny recently but of course lenny is a coward who thinks he's above Mm -hmm. everyone and lisa tells us that at her wedding lenny's mother marina told her family to address uh her as as mrs hosh i don't know how to say the last how do you say their last hoxstein hoxstein and address anatoly as a professor Hoxstein. I didn't get that one. I was like, wait, I, I don't call someone a professor if you're not a professor. I, yeah, I, I it was just her way of demeaning <clears throat> her mother. Yeah, which rude. Okay. And then she continues on saying if you didn't have a certain level of wealth, then, you know, in their eyes that they would look down on you. But again, like, it, you know, that's that's the problem. When someone comes from yep. a poor background, you can't just jump to being rich. You just mm-hmm. can't. Um, I think I always know. I feel like always be with someone who's on the same social class as you. I just think it's nothing against you. It's that you grew up the same way. Your parents maybe act mostly more similar. You're going to, it just, it it helps you with the, with the way you're going to go about your life when you raise children, you know, just saying. But anyways, so now we get into Adriana visiting Julia and we see Julia's famous jam that she's wanting to start selling. And now that Martina has fully recovered, Julia is just back to her farm life. And her goal is to finish the decor inside as fast as possible because she's trying to lure Martina to to start spending half of the time in Miami and half of the time at the farm instead of Martina staying in Miami the entire time. So Julia does tell – I was so shocked by this, Susan. Julia wants to sell her jam. For thirty dollars. Oh, that Even okay. Jam, I, and we buy the best brand of jam. And the best like, jam is not more than fifteen. Girl, get a grip. I'm yep. sorry. Were those grapes? What, I don't even know what kind of jam. Were those grapes? I don't know. Did like you water what, it with the tears like, of Jesus? Is it gonna, is it gonna make you, you high? Is it gonna give you <laughs> Like, is it no? Is it gonna is it gonna make you go to heaven? Honestly, if I, there was jam that's gonna make me go to heaven, I would pay I would that thirty dollars. <laughs> but I mean, I mean yeah, thirty dollars. That's it. I just love because, you know, I always feel like sometimes they cover free or like they won't make each other look stupid. But Adriana literally looked at her and she was like, a jam price is about five dollars. That's how much a jam should cost. Does it get you high? Does it get you horny? We need to reassess this business right now. (laughs) Spot on, Adriana. Spot on. She 
I hilarious. Know, she's so entertaining to me, bro. I love she's this She's very woman. entertaining. I, I love I love her responses. Like she's yeah. she's a funny woman. And honestly, I'm enjoying seeing that Alexia and Marisol are kind of letting go of the gripe that they have against her because I know you didn't watch the last two seasons. It would have pit Suzanne Adriana was so iced out the past two seasons. And it, and I know why. It's because they're like, ha ha, you're the only OG who was brought up, brought back as a friend of. Like I I yeah. bet they're like you know yeah they thought they were hot shit better than probably Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but julia thinks that because it's natural from the trees to the jar that it should be overpriced so (sighs) adriana and julia they just start speaking about being excited for her final performance this season tonight at emilio's party and now we find out that julia got herself a new animal without even telling martina which is oh funny because gosh. apparently she says that she had promised Martina to make money to pay for the hay. I didn't even realize hay is expensive. And now yeah, where she, do you think they get it from? Yeah, I had no idea. But I have no idea. She, so she sold three of her goats. And instead of buying hay with that money, she bought a pig. That's what? wild. Like, <sighs> what are you going to do with a pig? I just feel like, okay, I just feel like if I were Martina... Like what? What do you think Martina's gonna say? Because now you have to buy a pig pen and make sure there's like mud for this like little piggy to roll around. And I mean, I, I was I shocked because when she Facetimed Martina, I thought Martina was gonna be mad because Martina was like, "Are you calling me to tell me you saved up money or something?" And then she flips the camera and shows her a pig, and Martina was excited. I was like, "Wait, Martina, what?" Martina was so against her farm life in the beginning season. So I'm really shocked to see this turn. I feel like her cancer kind of opened up her mind. I think it was probably, yeah, you know, it probably was her going through cancer, her finally beating it. She's probably just happy that she beat the cancer. Yeah, Um, honestly. Because it it sounds like, you know, at this point, she's just going to let certain things go right now. She's like, I have been angry enough, probably. You know, life Mm -hmm. is short. Life is short. Yeah. And she did name her pig Houdini. So that's where we left off on the (laughs) farm part. But oh, this next. Let me go into this next scene. (sighs) Gertie shaving her hair off. I mean, this was just a really devastatingly sad moment. She obviously did not want to be fully bald yet, and I commend her for like wanting to, wanting to own this part. Right there, Mm -hmm. I I don't think there's anything more powerful than you deciding to shave your own head, knowing that you're about to lose all of it. So. I, oh. I'm sure that was a very, very difficult decision to make. Especially for a girl. And it's like our hair is our prized possession. It's what makes us beautiful, you know? It makes yeah, her I mean, hair is everything. Hair is everything. Um, and it is kind of funny that she starts asking Russell if he is going to be okay um, and if he is really up for the challenge. But definitely, as we see, Gertie is the one who ends up having mm-hmm. a much harder time dealing with him shaving her hair off. And this is also a really beautiful moment at the same time. I mean, he goes and he's literally about to start shaving. Oh, She's like, whoa, I couldn't. whoa, like, like, why are you so like wanting to shave? And he's like looking yeah. at her like, you know, kind of trying to make light of the situation. He just keeps telling right? her how beautiful she is. He goes, you're rocking it. Yeah. You look and honestly, like, oh. the part when he was like, and, and, and I thought it was cute that she asked him to start from the back because she obviously didn't want yeah. to start by seeing it here. Mm-hmm. And I thought he did it with so much like, tender love and care and she was doing it at the same time but you know what the whole time he was just telling her you are so beautiful you look so great and and then he started and tearing up he teared up a man yeah oh, and that- i just i i don't know i just feel like you can really feel their love feel how this continues to bring them closer together it is really in situations like this that i think a, a really good marriage shows the foundation that it's been built off so i really i love this relationship i really hope 
it it's protected Me too. and I, see I, it. I honestly I, I don't see yeah. anything is gonna get in their way if they're able to yeah. be cancer together I I truly think usually couples when they Russell go through something Russell is the best like husband or, I have seen on a reality TV show in any quite franchise. a long time like and in, in quite really any like in quite a long mm-hmm. time I really don't feel like we see personalities like this very often um so I don't know it's been so refreshing you know he feels like a very normal genuinely like good person so yep Huh. No, you're right. Know, just very, very much warm my heart to see it. Yeah. Okay, so now we're getting into Adriana's party, but it's more of kind of everyone getting ready for the party. And Adriana comes early. She starts practicing her performance kind of while no one's there, which I just found it funny because the way the pro- producers were animating it and they were like putting colors, they made it seem like Adriana was dance- singing for a boring 20s party. But Marisol, of all people, FaceTimes Adriana to wish her good luck. And she says she's just being very supportive, which was weird because I thought Marisol <laughs> hated her. So it was kind of surprised what changed suddenly at the end of the season where Alexia and Marisol decided to stop going after Adriana. I think they realized <laughs> Adriana takes it too far when she pulls out stuff from their past. So they were like, okay, we need to, we're just going to act like we like her. I, th- I I truly think they're acting like they like her. So Adriana stops. I think so too. Them. Yeah. Because I mean, especially after trying to make Alexia come off as transphobic. No, I, I feel like really that was, I, that I think was, that was really the the nail and the coffin of like just put this beef to rest okay i i honestly i didn't even see the beginning of the beef but i was already tired of it like i was just like okay we need to move on i don't know what the hell happened these last couple seasons but you ladies need to stop holding such a grudge i i was just i don't know i personally was over it i don't know about you but no, you know what I love about Miami is that they hold, they know that if they keep holding a grudge, they're not going to get a, a next season. And Miami especially knows that because they were put on pause for eight years after season three because their ratings were so bad. Oh, and you're right. And this is why Potomac is doing so badly right now because Giselle and Candace refuse to film with each other. Robin refuses to film with Candace. Karen refuses to film with... Uh, me, yeah, too know, many, like, you know, too I mean, many clashing personalities, and it's ruining the group. You, you all have to be willing to. Again, you guys are coworkers first. This isn't friends. a show about Giselle or about like one of you. This is a ensemble cast. Without, yeah. without one of you, we can find a new one. But with all, with all of you, you guys make a show. One of you does not make a show. Okay, yeah. I'm just putting it out. None there. of you guys are the start. It's like it's like none of. Them I feel like that's what the Bravo. Real Housewives need to understand. Obviously, yes. everybody has a favorite, right? But who our favorite is depends on us projecting our personalities onto you, and we can't do that if you're not all in the same room, being yourselves, mm-hmm. acting differently, so we can all pick who we like. That's the whole premise of why. And, you know, this is why I love reality TV, right? There is always so many different ways that people can handle situations. And that is the fun part of it, right? How are you going to deal with a Larsa, for example? I don't know. But I'll tell you right now, if I was dealing with a Larsa, my earrings would be coming off. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to be like, oh, you're part Arab? Okay, we're going to do this Arab style yep. Larsa even though of course you're gonna deny it till the end of earth okay that's fine you deny it okay you deny it <laughs> uh, actually I think she, she's actually pretty open with it she just doesn't I just feel like Say after it. she lived with the Kardashians it's just I don't know I just like when someone's on TV I feel like uh, not enjoy, like anyone who comes from out of America and lives in America for so long not everyone keeps the culture and the tradition stuff. We only keep it because our parents still do it, you know? Oh, no, so, like, 100%. There's so many whitewashed yeah. Arabs and stuff, like, you know? Oh, but no, totally. We see everyone is on the way to, to the event, and Alexia's riding with Julie and her daughter, 
And then Gertie's riding with Nicole. So we see Gertie telling Nicole that she's going to let Larsa know exactly what she thinks today. And this is not fun behavior. And then we pan back to Julia and Alexia's car ride, to which Julia brings up Larsa lying in the Mexico trip about Michael Jordan approving of their relationship. But in the press, he gave a hard no. So Julia's like, so which is it? <laughs> what, what, does, what does she want? And Alexia just keeps laughing. I can tell Alexia was like, I do not want to be in any fights this fight. Like Alexia oh, had yeah. such a bad season last season, Suzanne. I, she was like, I'm going to not do anything this season. I could yeah, tell. Yeah, and was, honestly, I yeah, I, I could better. tell. Alexia was not in the mood for beef. I think she was very much trying to be the peacekeeper this season. And she honestly, that, with all though, the BS she was dealing with, with, with Todd not being upfront about the finances, <laughs> yeah. hell, I'd be hella stressed too. Oh, honestly, I think that's a big reason why she. I think that is a big reason. Like, I think their she finances just, were like, not in order. Some, this at some point, had to realize Todd was frauding them somehow, some way, and I feel like she was just kind of mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of that BS in the background. I mean, for God's sake, out of nowhere, you're getting evicted from a place you've been renting for forever. Yeah. Which again, forget the fact and that they know you're you have it. a special needs son. They know, like, yeah, that's the thing. They typically, wouldn't just do that. Like, Todd had to have done something, something. to make these people be like, "F mm-hmm. you, get the hell out of here." Yep. So you yeah. hit the nail in the coffin. But it seems like they all hit the nail on the head. Hit with- the nail on the head. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? I- well, you said hit the nail for- on the coffin, but but you use that for like us saying we put it to bed. Like, okay, whatever. It doesn't oh matter. Okay. Anyways, oh okay, God, no, continue. I've been saying no, this, you're fine. this is like my third episode of No, no, no. That. But that it, it does go both ways. It doesn't matter. I'm just oh saying in this context, it, I just hit the nail on the head. Do you see why I need you? Do you see why you're an important part of this? Because I Lena. can't. I see <laughs> okay, let's okay. get into the final scene okay. because we're already so over. I've had so many opinions, yeah. you guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We got, okay, so let's get into it. So they're all, they finally, the crew arrives to the party. We see that they kind of arrive there before most people do. And Lars is just lying to the ladies again. She's trying to get ahead of this before any lady brings up Michael Jordan. So she starts <sighs> it by saying that Michael Jordan is like, okay with like the relationship like so julia wants larsa to share more but larsa just tells her that this is her sharing and larsa's just trying to shut down the michael jordan not approving so hard but none of the ladies are really buying what she's selling and so larsa tells julia that michael jordan only cares for his son to be happy and that he's a grown man and so parents can't be the deciding factor anymore and Mm. this is just larsa this is the beginning of her getting extremely defensive And so Larsa lies again and again, and she says that she wouldn't be with Marcus if his dad didn't want that, and they closed the subject. But, like, you think the topic's over, but now we're about to delve into a new topic, which is where we see Nicole entertaining – Oh, Nicole. Oh, well, first, actually, oh, Nicole walks in with her father. Wait, okay, wait. So uh, here's what I was confused. I thought he died. Yes. Well, he did right after this. Her dad literally died in November of 2023. Oh, so right after they finished filming. They filmed this in the summer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And they always filmed okay. three months. So I think uh, from my understanding, Miami started filming in June. So June, July, August. Or no, no, they started filming in May. So May, June, June July. July. They finished filming yeah. in July. And then he yep. died in November. Or passed, yep. sorry. Yes, Okay, yes. well, may, may he rest in peace. Okay, but anyways, he was already drunk, so. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so th- this, I understood this clearly because when Nicole's dad comes, he's clearly already very drunk. I mean, he's an alcoholic and Nicole goes straight to hug her dad's boyfriend or her dad's girlfriend. Oh my God. What did I say? Her dad's girlfriend. Yeah, her dad's goes, girlfriend. I feel for you. And I was like, oh, she's basically like, I know my dad's a drunk right now. I'm so sorry. Uh-uh. But Adriana's inside. She's preparing herself. Emilio gives her some words of encouragement and tells her he's going to play the Congos at the end. And 
this is when we get Larsa starting again. Uh-uh. Do you want to get into this? All right, I'll kick it off. Everyone keeps saying I want to work on my relationships with X, Y, and Z. Don't just say it, do it. I feel like I've made an effort to reach out to you, Nicole. Do you think we got closer? And then Nicole looks at her and she just tells her that they have real conversations now and they talked on the phone for 45 minutes. So Nicole agrees that they've had some improvements. But this is when Alexia's, I <laughs> freaking Alexia, she goes, well, you're welcome. I'm very happy. I brought everyone together. What are you? We literally did not need you to. I feel like sometimes she's just chiming in to say something. Yeah, she wants. She was like, "Dang, I did not say enough this episode." But keep going. But basically, now this is Gertie chiming in to finally tell Larsa what she feels like she needs to hear. And Gertie goes into how she felt the most bonded to Larsa because she thought they were past the article that Larsa had interviewed for. And then Gertie tells her that Larsa didn't want Gertie to bring Larsa into the press. Yeah, because Larsa specifically told Gertie did that. Yeah, Larsa specifically told her. She tells her friends not to do something, but she does exactly what she tells her friends not to do. At this point, you guys, all Gertie is doing is giving facts. Okay, she is just saying what happened. Larsa automatically fights back, Mm -hmm. gets hella defensive. But did I say your name? Did I say your name? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. And and bro, this is this is how you know like the Arabs coming out, right? She's getting loud. Mm-hmm. She's yelling. Oh no, yeah. Like it doesn't matter, Larsa. You making the comment that a cast member bit you on a cast trip is gonna start making fans and random people who read that tabloid start to question your castmates, and they're gonna think that that bite actually was like. I remember when this came out. So when this article came out, we were all on Reddit like we. Someone bit Larson. We were like, it's about time. Like, we all thought it was a fight type of bite. We didn't know it was a love bite. And now that we see the scene, I was like, wait, Larsa went and got this published on a freaking tabloid over a love bite? I, I lost respect. That's crazy. That, I don't know. Like, that's just insane. And again, I was really getting confused by this fight. They keep saying she bitter. She bitter. Like, oh my God. But anyways, Gertie tells Larsa to stop playing dumb. To which mm-hmm. leads Larsa to continue calling Gertie dumb. No, you're dumb, Gertie. No, you're dumb. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. This, this Why? Why? The Traders episode when Janelle, literally Janelle told Larsa at the banishment table, she was like, Larsa, you're playing a weird game. And then Larsa was like, well, Janelle, your face is weird. And then when Janelle looked at her, she was like, like Larsa, I'm not talking about your looks. Like, Larsa, Didn't she also say someone's face was ugly? Didn't she also I say someone was ugly? If she said Look, that. your face is ugly. And I was like, oh, she did. Man. Oh my God. She did. Who she did called she someone ugly. I know. Oh, I forgot. I think Dan. I think she told Dan he was ugly. That's what I think. Yeah. Which Dan is. It had to be one of them. Okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, she's right just here, so yeah. infuriating. I just do not like the way that she is talking to a woman who is literally about to go do chemo the next day. The I next day, just day. can't. I, and I think aren't they all getting mad because don't they say that when you have cancer it's really not good to get mad because when you're mad it like messes up with whatever's already happening inside your body. Yes. Right? Yes, yes because because what people don't realize is when you get really upset in specific hostile situations your body will create a certain chemical, right? Okay, obviously there's Whoa. cortisol, but then there's also mm-hmm. like other things that your body will do if something is toxic, right? So you have to, that's why you can't like stay around toxic people for a long amount of time. Your body will literally like make you sick as a result. So anyways, because it's just trying to fight off the toxicity. So Larsa, I just, I just 
Suzanne, I, so I, I know I was I, even writing the notes. I know I shouldn't I be shocked because Larsa like, has proven time and time again that she acts like a sewer yeah, rat. But like, I just, too. Like, I just can't believe like she can't even control her emotions enough to not attack Gertie. Like Gertie did not say anything. Have an adult conversation. Have, understand this lady's going, I just, you really she's have not, to be I heartless to not give a fuck that she's going through cancer. And, and sorry, I put in, even, I threw in an F into her. I think, I think what's driving me crazy is we <sighs> haven't even gotten to her worst lines yet. Oh my and God, we're I know. This sorry guys, okay, I am reeling. Yeah, I am reeling. Guys, okay. Suzanne is getting emotional about this. <sighs> I'm getting, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting pissed. Okay, so then Gertie makes a fair point. The Larsa knew what she was doing, making that statement, and that it was very calculative on her part. And so this is where Larsa continues the fight. No, well, you bit me on the gondola ride. You bit me and you're mad at me for it. What? Oh my God. It was just a friendly love bite. Why are you saying it in a way like an animal bites someone? I just can't. Mm -hmm. So then Gertie tells Larsa that she should be sorry, but she isn't. And so Nicole and Alexia are very obviously uncomfortable. Their faces say a million yeah, bro. words they, they were keep upset. looking back at each other you can tell they're also actually getting upset mm -hmm. like they're not just uncomfortable no, they, they are honestly getting upset I, I feel like everybody was kind of wondering whether they should tell larsa to shut up i was actually surprised no one stopped larsa me earlier. too it was pissing me it that, was really pissing that was me one off, thing but also, I, it, but also it, it made me feel like production was on the side saying nobody say like let this fight go yeah. as it is i really feel like they felt like if anybody got in it was gonna ruin yeah. and i think what, from my understanding too it. i think also i think we forget that these women have known each other for a long time so i think they know gertie well enough to know that if this mm -hmm. is going on they probably shouldn't interfere until mm -hmm. you know basically they, yeah. they feel some kind of a cue. So anyways, all the ladies are in... Oh, wait, no. Yeah, where are we? Where, oh, oh right yeah, okay, wait. That. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I, I don't want to yeah. skip this part. Okay, so then Gertie tells Larsa... Okay, uh, wait. Yeah, sorry, right guys. There, okay, I, I keep seeing <laughs> You're good. I, I already said that, but basically, you know, Nicole likes you're uncomfortable. But basically, this is when Larsa lets out the statement. Oh, I feel bad for you. Oh my God. Go take care of your health, Gertie. <gasps> yeah, and Ru you see Russell, his face was like... Oh he my was God! Still holding no, himself here, he was still holding himself. Yeah, Larsa Russell was kind of like watching from a distance, hoping that he would not get triggered. And honestly, distance, I could tell that room, that event area space was so tiny. I bet that everyone was staring. Everyone. Oh my God! No, I, clearly everyone they was made it seem staring. Bigger. Everyone was looking at them. So the ladies here are all in utter shock. And then Russell is still holding himself from interjecting here. And then Larsa starts to call Gertie out on her name. She keeps calling her a bitch. Like, I yeah, just, I was, oh my God, you guys. Wow. Kiki asks what's happening, but Gertie tells her that they won't be starting this over. So she tells Kiki to quiet down, which, okay. Yeah, I can <laughs> yeah, tell. I was Gertie's like, Kiki, can, you see them yelling. Like, don't, I can't, I just the, can't with, sometimes like I can't with Kiki. Like, yeah. I, I just feel like Kiki acts too oblivious sometimes. I'm like, Kiki, where, where the hell were you? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, why can't you just ask Alexia or Nicole what's going on? Why is she having to ask them in the middle of the fight? Yeah. So Gertie questions Larsa as to why the biting comment was said out to the press in the first place. And Larsa's excuse is that because her arm started to hurt when she got home. Oh, oh my God, Larsa. Larsa, you were hurt. Oh my God, Larsa. You're just a little baby boy. I can't. I'm. Oh, Zen, it's okay. You're gonna have to continue from here. Yeah. Sorry. I need so, to cool down. Sorry, guys. I yeah, don't want to be it, just it, like yelling in your ear. It's it's intense, man. This this fight was really breaking my heart, and so 
Gertie goes, she goes, one minute. Hey guys, you're so sweet. One minute, you're from Chicago. So which one are you? Will will the Leah will the real Larsa please stand up? Will the real Larsa please stand up? I, I love that <laughs> line. Okay, wait, okay. I just want to say a comment here real quick. The reason why I thought this line was double funny is because when I was younger and we were growing up in Texas, we were me and my sister, we were only born in Chicago. We never lived there. Yes. So anytime I wanted to feel unique, I would tell people I was from Chicago <laughs> because I thought Texas was so boring. So I thought it was hilarious that the Gertie says that this is something Larsa says. I, I just, I did not realize people did this too. Hilarious. You no, think I you bad, either. Larsa. You think you bad. <laughs> but then Larsa goes, who are you? I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> she has no good rebuttals. Oh, this is, this was Larsa's lowest point. I mean, like, what else can I like say to this woman? Like, I'm the victim here too. I'm oh, sick too. Uh-uh. I'm sick over it. I, She's Suzanne. Suzanne, Larsa's over it. She's over this comp. She's over it. She said sick. She said she's sick. Yep. She's sick too. <laughs> she only she said goes, I'm sick you? over it to cover for herself. Maybe she realized what she said <laughs> and she knew production was gonna keep it if she didn't add that part. Yep. But guess what? They added both parts and you still look bad. They did. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I didn't even catch that. She that thought they would what? Cut out that she said I'm out. sick and then just keep it to over it? You idiot. You Dummy. Stupid. Right I, now I understand why. IQ of a peanut. Chair. IQ of a peanut. And the oh reunion. My God. Ice oh my God. Okay, this she has a lot to answer to. Pisses me off. Okay, I can't. Yep. So then Larsa goes to Lisa and she just tells, she's going around saying, Gertie's going crazy right now. Like, what's wrong with her? Do you see that? She's going off on me. And Larsa's just acting like Gertie's the one who's yelling at her and taking it out on her. And then she tells Lisa, she goes, I, I made a fighting comment. Like, who cares? And obviously Lisa is losing brownie points here again because she goes, it was just a joke, Larsa. Why? I can't with Lisa. Up. Okay. I can't Lisa and Larsa them. are the queens of Delulu. I I can't yep. with the both of them. They're meant to be friends. I see why they're friends. Yeah. Uh, they're, honestly, they're, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect yeah. sense. So now Lisa should have just, honestly, she should she should have just stayed out of this, in my opinion, because she's making yeah. herself look worse here by trying to she defend Larsa. Here. She's she's the only person defending Larsa here. Even Alexia, who's Larsa's friend, is refusing to say anything. Yeah, because so, Alexia knows what wrong looks like, so. Yep. And I'm just really glad that Gertie shuts down Lisa as well, because Lisa does start trying to come to Gertie, trying to defend Larsa. And I'm like, girl. This is not your fight. Stay out. And Larsa just goes back to yelling at Gertie. So they continue. The second round two, guys. Round two. Ugh. We're here. And she goes, I'm going through like a lot of Lisa. <gasps> this? this was Larsa, right? I'm going through Yeah, this a lot. is Larsa. She's like, oh, I'm yeah. going through a yes. whole lot, Lisa. And you know that. Why? Yep. And so then she goes, Gertie, don't blame me. I called and texted you. Shut your mouth. <gasps> I was like, wait, shut your mouth? Well, no. Gertie I thought Larsa Gertie told her. No, no, no. I thought Gertie told her to shut her mouth first. Oh, you're right. Oh my God. This now, is supposed that, to be so Gertie's the one who so says it. What I happened, didn't delete that. Okay. Okay. No. So yeah. basically what happened is because Larsa goes back to yelling at Gertie, Gertie starts going, shut your mouth, Larsa, shut your mouth. Because at this point, you guys, Larsa is yelling. Oh, Larsa is yelling here. People are telling her to at least quiet down, to at least take it down a notch. Larsa is yelling at Gertie's face. And, 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 and Gertie's just trying to say, I have chemo tomorrow. Shut your mouth. And then Larsa just goes, you shut your mouth, Gertie. You shut yes. your mouth. Like, she's like freaking and, screaming. Yeah. Um, and Gertie goes, uh, well, Larsa tells her, you're disgusting. Like, and so, <gasps> yeah. And then Gertie looks at her. She goes, you're the gutter. And Lisa goes, guys. 
and then and then I think like, someone tells Lisa to shut up too. Yeah, no, they they shut her. I think it was Julia or something. And I think Larson it was Nicole just, and Julia. I think oh, it was yes, Nicole and yes, Julia yes. saying like Lisa, stop screaming. Mm-hmm. But because this, this like is funny because why? The, Larsa continued to go off on Gertie here, and I couldn't. I felt like she was just cursing because it goes bleep 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 bleep. <laughs> like you're fake. So it ends with bleep bleep bleep. You're fake. So I'm like, wait, uh, what, is she, what was she saying? Was she just really cursing out? Because if they had to beep it out, she was saying really, really, yeah, really bad. I mean, she was then. saying like very gross things. Yeah. So this is when Gertie tries to address the group again as a whole, and she goes, "Tomorrow, I get my blood test, and I start chemo right away." Oh, and Larsa, Suzanne, what does Larsa say here? She, she goes, I'm sorry, like, but it's, it has nothing to do with it. It's not my fault. <laughs> and Gertie looks oh, at it. She goes, wow. it's all about timing. And the fact that the fact is that no one here would do what she's doing if they were my friend and if they cared about me. That's true. And, oh, my God. No, she is right. So Lisa's dumbass tries to defend Larsa again. <sighs> and Gertie shuts it down so quick because we don't have time for BS excuses. Okay. So this is when Gertie has had it. She tells everyone that she's done. And she just takes off her hat takes to off. show the ladies what she's going through. And her she's like, you want to know what I've been going it. through? You want to know what I've been going through? Takes off her wig. This literally gave me the same vibe scene of the feel of Real Housewife of New York when Aviva, you, you never watch it, but there was this lady named Aviva who was barely, it, it was short-lived. And she had a, a prosthetic, what is it called when you have a fake leg? Is it a prosthetic leg yeah, or whatever? And, and and so the ladies were going off on the OGs. They were like, you're, you're fake. You're not real. You're not real. She was like, oh, yeah? And then she removed her fake and literally put it in the middle of the dinner table. That's so Suzette. iconic. She was oh, like, my God. She made the statement of, the only thing that's fake about me is this leg. And so that became a known, <laughs> known episode I on Real Housewives of New York. That. And every, you know like, what? This gave me that. That's what I know. I totally agree. But back to Gertie taking off her hat. You guys, you have to understand the point where Gertie decides to take off this wig is also very iconic. Everybody at this point is yelling. Like some of the yep. women are trying to shut Lisa up. Lisa's still like, it was a joke. It was a joke. And, and Gertie's like, shut up, Lisa. And Larsa's still yapping about God knows what. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like Gertie's just like, you guys want to know what I've been, what I'm actually going through? Like takes off the thing takes off the hat and the silence this the the one minute silence that the woman gave yeah and and this this is what it took to get larsa to understand what she was doing was wrong yeah that's what i'm saying like larsa's face was mortified when she removed that i like i bet in larsa's head she was thinking okay she pulled the chemo bald face on me i officially lost this argument like i knew Uh, in larsa's face she was like i lost yeah you did lose yeah you did lose i mean she was losing the whole time but yeah but like i think this cemented it for her which is why then she goes harder by acting like she wasn't wrong so then gertie ends up saying you don't have to be sorry for me the fact is you don't know how to be a friend you don't and instead of larsa standing her ground and like apologizing she doubles down and continues to scream scream (gasps) at gertie okay and larsa goes i'm gonna leave you and i'm never gonna talk to you again Instead of her not like, okay, like you want to cut off the friendship. Okay, whatever. So this is when our savior, our man, our Bravo husband comes in telling Gertie to stop dealing with Larsa and to leave. And he goes, why are you dealing with that? Why are you dealing that? Get out of here. Get out. Get out. He's he's pissed. Okay. He's pissed. And then he's like, that's it. He's like, and he's basically also looking at Gertie like, Gertie. Yeah. 
why are you dealing with this? Because you literally have chemo tomorrow. You don't have to be answering her. You could have stopped this sooner. You could have just walked away. And I'm totally with Russell on it. I don't know why. Yeah. And obviously, like, Gertie is in a, a very emotional state. And it makes he's sense. He's worried for his wife, man. He's, yeah. He's, he's hurting. When he's seeing <sighs> Gertie being attacked like that, it hurts the person yeah. that he loves. I'm sure it very much hurts to watch. And then there's this, like, yeah. Go on. Yep. And she goes, she yells at Russell to take Gertie. Go take her. Go take her out of here. And I think this is when Russell had had enough seeing her yep. be this way. And he automatically shuts Larsa. Well, attempts to shut Larsa up. She mm-hmm. cannot be shut up. Uh, but uh, Larsa tells her to be respectful over and over again. He is fuming. No, no, Russell, talk- Russell tells Larsa to be respectful. Uh, yeah, yeah. She I know. Larsa Russell tells him. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Russell, tells, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Russell told Larsa to be respectful over and over and over again. He's just absolutely fuming. And he talks to her like as nicely as he can, given the circumstances. And she still yells back at him. Like the, the lack of even louder. So did you notice here. her voice was getting even louder with Russell yes. too? It's like, yeah. just because you're a man, I can yell at you louder now. Like, no, respect, it's the bro. lack of respect. Like, oh my God, she respects nobody. So Mm-hmm. <sighs> then uh, Gertie and Russell walk outside for a breather. He definitely does not want her around these women. He is so upset. And then Lisa's constantly trying to chase after saying, wait, wait, oh, I was, wait, look, Gertie, Why? Gertie. Why? And then like, and then like, I'm really glad Nicole stepped in and took Lisa away. I, I was this. tired of the women just being bystanders, but like, I am really glad that Nicole was like, I'm her best friend. I know what Gertie needs. Stay the mm-hmm. fuck away. Larsa or uh Lisa sorry like Mm -hmm. I don't know why Lisa was even chasing Gertie in the first place what did you think you were going to fix in that moment you already sealed your fate Lisa you already picked the side why are you chasing after Gertie what just because you saw that the cancer is real get out of here get out of here oh yeah and, and I think the, and I was kind of surprised that the only friend hmm. that Gertie let be outside with her and Kiki. Russell was I Kiki. I, was I did, so did happy love that low key. I was glad she on. let Kiki. It, they're, they're, they're the two Haitian queens, okay? Yeah. Like if I had one Arab cast member and I was going crazy, I'd want my Arab cast member to come and, and talk to me. Totally. Okay, because she's the only one who's going to understand. So totally I understand agree. why she had her. But so let's get into Adriana's performance. Uh, you know, she did a great job. She actually did better than before. But actually, before the performance, I was so surprised production kept this in. So Kiki Nicole, they're dancing with Nicole's dad. Did you notice this, Suzanne? And okay, I swear, I know I got this right. So Kiki is, as she's dancing, she starts checking out Nicole's dad's crotch area. And <gasps> it appears he has a boner as he's <gasps> dancing. So then when she say uh, Kiki goes, oh my God, what is this? Look at Nicole's dad. He he have his heart on. And then production goes and zooms in on her dad's crotch. And he, Suzanne, you need to go and rewind that. I was like, wait, okay. why did production? When they somehow zoomed in, I, I was like, oh, this. Kiki was right. Kiki okay, was somehow right. Somehow I missed this part. I think I had like gotten a text or something. And what? There was, there, there, there was a whole sketch of it on the pants. I was no. like, wait, why did they just zoom in? I was like, oh, oh no. so production wanted us to remember Nicole's dad's final moments of his children <laughs> having a boner on camera. That was literally his oh my god. <laughs> he would have loved to go out like that. Oh man. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like the proper ending for this man and his eight children. Yeah. Or eleven. But I don't now, know. This is when we get everyone's final cards. So do you want to read how <laughs> All right, what's we start with Kiki. So it's uh, okay. So basically, it ends with Kiki. Between raising her kids and modeling gigs, Kiki has been spending time with a new man in LA, Woo! but she has yet to reveal him to the ladies. So, ooh, 
exciting. So happy for her. And then we have Adriana. She continues to work with Amelia Estefan, but her new single drops early 24, uh, 2024. So let's hope she makes it to the Grammy list. It should be coming soon. I don't soon, know. Then. I'm not going to lie. Like towards the end of the season, I did start feeling like Adriana kind of has the potential to be a good like yeah, pop she singer. Just need, I, I swear. She just, just needs to get more. She needs to like actually do the work. On like, stage practice. Yeah. Like I don't think she really gives it the time that it actually needs. I think she's very much mm-hmm. like Emilio Estefan is writing me this song and then we just go to the studio. Okay. But there's so much more you mm-hmm. have to do. So anyways, um, then we have uh, Adriana. She can, uh, oh wait, no, sorry. Then we no, have Mary Sol and Steve. They renewed their vows at Art. Ardgowan oh, Castle in Scotland, married. although they're still not technically married, but I think they just, <laughs> I can't believe so. she's planning another legally non-binding vow renewal with Todd and Alexia. That which means I next feel season, like- that's going to be their storyline, I feel. Oh, yeah. That's what they're trying to insinuate, that they're both going to do vow renewals together next year. Uh-oh. And same with Adriana. Adriana's saying she's going to release a song early 2024. Well, Miami starts filming in May. And we're almost oh, at so May. I guess now we're going to see how the song does, huh? Because by the time the re- all three parts of the reunion come out, we're going to be in April. And yeah. they usually begin filming a month after the reunion. That's usually when filming. Or a month after the reunion mm. airs. So that's usually how I know the okay. schedule. Okay, and then, so Nicole. Um, uh, oh, Nicole's yeah. And then basically, so Nicole, the renovations on her home, they're still a work in progress, although her father passed away unexpectedly in November. And she was able to tell him that she was pregnant, though, at least. So she is. Did you see she how did end up getting pregnant? the newspaper thing. How her Very and her cute. husband did that. Oh. Perfect. Um, and then, okay, Marcus goes, Larsa, okay. I promise spring. Suzanne, are we in middle school? Are we in middle school? Are we in middle school? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even know the last time I heard someone even talk about a promise ring. Me, I've never, I haven't heard those words in so long. And also, yeah. you give a promise ring to a girl that was not with your father's rival. So I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's not, I don't, I don't know. Um, anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, Larsa and Marcus are talking about marriage. Marcus has yet to introduce Larsa as his girlfriend to his dad, Michael Jordan, which, lol, how does he not know by now? Uh, so she's not so sure which one will happen first. Next, Julia. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then oh, basically, before, before Julia- Julia's card. They went to this museum, right? Oh, yeah. Julia takes her wife, Martina, to a museum with her daughter to show her painting of her. And it's basically a naked picture (laughs) of Julia with heart boobs, which, okay, that is very fitting with Julia. I feel like everything Julia does is just really funny. It's like, really? I don't know. It's very free-spirited. She's very much like one with nature, likes the arts, you know. It's very interesting. Um, But, yeah, Julia Mm -hmm. pledges to live life to the fullest and with Martina's cancer in the rearview mirror to have restarted their hopes to adopt a child. So how promising we always love that then we got alexia is letting frankie ride the uber alone which i think okay my heart melts so sweet um very heartfelt i think it's so great that they try to give frankie little challenges on like how to do things on his own to be honest, I feel like she only let him ride the Uber alone because a producer was in the car with him. Because obviously there was a camera 100%. guy in the car. I bet the second cameras were down, she was like, Frankie, you are not getting in an Uber by yourself. Because oh, her, 100%. these Uber people, you don't know what they're going to do. If they see a special needs person in the car, they're going to be like, oh, his mom, I'm going to do whatever I want to this person. You know, like, no, no, I, I don't think so it's worried. more like that. I think it's more that they would be indifferent. They might leave him the wrong place. Oh. They might not care. They'd probably be like, what are you doing in my car? You're lost. Then they'll just drop him off, not help him whatsoever. Like, like, I would be more afraid of those kinds oh, of situations. I never thought of that. Don't forget, I'd he's a boy. Kidnapping and I stuff. feel like people think about kidnapping too much. Like they act like everyone around them is a kidnapper. Okay, can we just all 
pause for a second and understand <laughs> that that's actually not that likely. Like it's not that likely. Okay. Especially in the age that we live in, it is so hard to kidnap people. You don't know who the hell's tracking who you think it's easy to just kidnap. You're, right. You're probably sharing your location with seven of your friends, <laughs> your mother, your mother-in-law, like, you know, your neighbor down the street, everybody has everyone's locations. Can we all stop pretending that we live in an age Kidnappers where kidnapping is so far? Do you do? When we're people Suzanne? need to realize. Okay. No, people. Su- no, no, no. Lena, people need to realize that we actually live in a society that is much safer than back in the 80s. I do not care what people say. It is safer now than it was in the past because everybody has a phone. Anybody might see you. Anybody might be able to call someone. Okay, back then, you would only find out somebody was lost on a milk carton. But anyways, we are wasting time. So (laughs) sorry. It's just like, oh my God, can people fucking stop acting like they're going to get kidnapped? It's just like, you're 27, (laughs) Trixie. You're 27. No one's taking you, okay? Guys, I feel like this was pointed at me. Like Suzanne's acting like she's talking to the to the people. No, she no, I'm 27. I'm 27. <laughs> anyways, anyways, Lisa, um, Alexia's Alexia's little card oh, Alexia. is that she feels more positive than ever about Frankie's progress. And contrary to rumors about her finances, Alexia just bought a Ferrari and took a luxury vacation to Italy with Todd. So nice. Okay, then we got Lisa selling lemonade with her kids. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Great. Good job, Lisa. Put on a great show. Awesome. Okay. Here's a clap. Good mother. Okay. Mother of the year. Um, and basically Lisa moved into a condo while she waits for Lenny to build her a new house. Okay. Lisa, keep waiting. And he's still Lenny- contesting the settlement. Didn't they yeah. sign it? I uh, okay, this lady needs to give up. Uh, you got you got to stop chasing yeah. the money, lady. That's it. I'm I'm over this being your story. I don't care anymore. So Lisa could be waiting for a while. Yeah, he's gonna make her wait forever. So yeah, and then um. Gertie started chemo and she made it 127 Yay! days later. So oh, congrats, Gertie. We are so glad that she beat the cancer or, you know, at no, least now she has passed through it. Hopefully, if you hopefully you can remain cancer free. But she gertified um, yeah. cancer. She gertified, gertified cancer. Let's go. Yeah. The only thing I will say about the preview for the reunion is that why did Larsa have to say to Julia? Uh, well, I don't understand your relationship. You like black men and, and whatever. Did you see that in the pre? Did you not yes, watch the preview? I, okay, the reunion? I saw that. Okay, I, I saw that. She said you like black men like, long johns. What? And I don't know why she had to bring that up. Yeah, why? 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 What is that? So, what is first, well, they, they clearly took that. Well, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. They clearly took this out of context. We don't know what the fight ends up being about, right? So I'm oh. sure they were probably already fighting. Well, no, it started um, and, with because Julia told uh, Larsa in the reunion, remember, is she was like, I still don't believe your butt is is real. And then all the ladies were gasping. That's why. Oh, yeah. Like, and Larsa is still lying to everyone that she does squats. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, Larsa does not look like she has worked out a day in her life. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, so thank you guys so much for listening. And this was a great recap. Very good episode. Amazing. That it was honestly. So much happened. A lot. And I think we're also going to have a lot to talk about when it comes to the reunion as well. So I'm oh, really yeah. excited about that. So hopefully it won't be too bad. But anyways, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, what else are we on? What share else the podcast on? with oh, your friends. If you like us, share the podcast, yeah. spread the word. Um, you know, uh, and also leave us reviews. If you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. Just you know, while we work on kind of getting the marketing piece out there, whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you guys, leave us some feedback. We love y'all. And we are signing off. Signing off. <laughs>